0: Hey, good morning, folks. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, do this one thing to double your revenue immediately. Stay tuned, folks. We're going to be diving in deep. So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us who don't cheat and don't work with scammy lead generators who are spending our own money, How do we do business that allows us to get in front of our perfect customer all without sacrificing our beliefs or our family that is the question and this podcast will give you the answers hey folks josh here with your daily cleaning so today we're going to be talking about do this to double your revenue now What am I talking about? What I'm talking about is you setting minimum pricing for your business. Okay. If you go through each one of the services that you provide, uh, you need to have minimum pricing for those services. Okay. And that minimum pricing that you set is going to be based on your customer avatar that you make for your business. So if you are going after a mid 20s, beginner family, newborn kids, uh, starter home, your minimum pricing is going to be completely different than your middle-aged, retired, semi-retired person living in a gated community uh, with, you know, multiple pension plans and all of that, okay? And why is that important? It's important because as you grow your business, your... uh, Basically, your customer avatar, as you start to grow your business and you're doing these jobs for people, those people are going to start referring your business to other people, okay? And they say birds of a feather flock together, right? So uh, they also say that you are the sixth person out out of your top five inner circle, okay? So whoever the top five people you hang out with, you're the sixth person that's pretty much exactly like them and why that is important is because as you start putting your business out there and you're doing jobs for these people one of the one big thing uh to make sure that you're doing is to stay consistent okay because people talk to each other i'll never forget this time i'm not going to put a name out there but there was a guy that went through uh, a starbucks drive-through okay and his big thing was and which i totally agree with is uh, He was just talking about the legitimacy of these companies and how easy it is to uh, basically talk somebody down off of a price. You know, how many times have you been out somewhere and you're going to buy something and you just, without even thinking, just give people the sticker price for something? And he was just showing how much it uh, delegitimizes your business if you're basically wheeling and dealing with people. Okay. And so he went through the Starbucks line and he gets up to the, uh, the little box thing and he's, you know, say, Hey, uh, ask your manager after he made his order, ask your manager if I can get my order half off. And the, the girl's like, uh, well, do you have a coupon or whatever? He's like, no, no, no. Just, just ask your manager if I can get my coffee for half off. Well, that little girl went away and then came back and guess what? Lo and behold, yep, manager says you can get your coffee for half off today. No coupon, no anything. Just literally asked for half off coffee and got it, okay? Now, what does that say about Starbucks, okay? What does it say about any price out there if you're willing to negotiate on your pricing? Now, One of the things about that, though, is that, well, once you get away from negotiating your prices, but then when you start showing that consistency with people and people are starting to refer your business, they're not going to be referring you so much to people who are willing to wheel and deal, okay? It's going to start getting out there about your company as people start talking that you're not the wheel and deal guy or gal, that the pricing that you give out is the price and that's just the way that it is. And as your business starts to grow and you have the consistency and more and more people are hearing about you, uh, about you, it just becomes part of what people know about your business. Okay. But if you're the complete opposite of that and you are, you are doing the wheeling and dealing, then unfortunately that's what's going to get out about your company. And you know, that's kind of a losing battle. But as far as setting prices goes, The reason why that is so important is because when you are setting the numbers for your company for the year, it's important to have a marketing plan in place that gets you to those numbers. And if you have the minimum pricing, then you can basically break it down into how many jobs you need to get, okay? Now, if you're not so much into those types of uh, business plan, style things, then what you can do is instead of using that to figure out how many jobs you need, you can use that to eliminate people who are basically going to wheel and deal you because if it starts getting out about your company that your minimum pricing is... I don't know. Say two hundred dollars for a house wash. Then, as people start talking about your company and they're looking for the hundred dollar house wash guy, you know, it, it, your co- your company name just isn't going to come up very often. Okay, but if you're in the two hundred dollar community, and people are talking about a uh, a house wash, your name's going to start coming up because people will say, "Oh, well, I went to so and so and they charged me two hundred dollars." I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's about what I'm, what I'm into wanting to pay. Now, the big thing about pricing, okay, now this is a huge misconception to people that, uh, how do I explain this? When somebody is ready to buy something, they basically have in their mind already what they feel like they are ready to pay, Okay. And this is what people mean when they are talking about increasing the value of your company. Now, in the beginning, me and Abby, and I'm going to get off topic just for a minute though, but it kind of ties into what I'm talking about. But when people first get into this, it's increasing the value. People don't understand what value means. And to me, value means what people perceive your business to be worth. Okay, I'll give you you a perfect example of something that I see as perceived value. Okay, if I go to a small town mom and pop business, my perceived value of that company is a little bit different than if I went with a big store brand business. Okay, and I'll tell you a little bit about what I mean by that. Store brand businesses... Bigger companies like you know Lowe's Home Depot, big brands like that, okay, same thing in the service business. you got bigger brands. they already have processes in place that are just basically just the life cycle of a of a customer. okay? So when you go from step one to step fifty, every single step is basically mapped out you start at the the beginning of the maze and they're just walking you through the maze to get to the finish line. With a small mom and pop, to me, those types of companies don't have those processes in place yet, okay? Now, a lot of them do, a lot of them don't, okay? Now, one of the things that me and Abby have done with our small business, I mean, we basically run it like a mom and pop, because we are, but we have the process. I cannot tell you how many times people ask us if we're a franchise, and to me, I love that because it tells me that people are getting the best of both worlds, that what we're doing with our marketing is correct because people think that we have, you know, know that we have our stuff together. And then as far as going through our process for our sales and all of that, and, you know, being able to go out and do the work and not screw things up, people feel like they're getting a franchise style process, which just means a business that has its stuff together. But they're also getting the small town feel or the small family business feel because they know who they're talking to. They know if they're going through the estimate process, office process, they're talking with Abby. They know if they're talking about, uh, you know, the work being done, they're talking about me. So the perceived value of your business is huge, okay? And that's basically what it means. When when someone says increase the value, what they really mean is don't come off like a screw-up. Like, if you tell somebody you're going to give out an estimate on Monday and you don't get it out till Thursday, what do you think that did to your perceived value? If you say you can clean somebody's fence and then you go out there and screw it up, what do you think that does to your perceived value? Okay, and vice versa. You know, if they say uh, under-promise and over-deliver, you know, like if, if somebody's saying, well, can you get that off? Instead of be like, oh, yeah, man, I can get that. All, that's going to shine like a penny. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I can get that. If you get into the habit of doing a little more... Well, you know, that's in pretty rough shape right there. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm going uh, to throw, throw everything I got at it to be able to do it. But, it, you know, just know that it may not look brand new when it's done. Now, you be thinking in the back of your mind, man, that thing is going to come out sweet. But if you set the bar too high when you're talking to people, the perceived value of your company isn't there when you finish up. Because people don't have the ability to have the wow factor. Because you've already given them this preconceived notion that it's going to come out brand new. So if you do anything other than that, the perceived value of your company is going to go down. They're just going to be let down. They might not say it to your face, but that's what they're going to be feeling. Okay. And that's what they're going to tell everybody. Remember people that are happy have 10 friends. People that are unhappy have a hundred. Okay. So the perceived value of your company, that's what that means. Now, when you set your minimum pricing, When somebody hears about the price of your company, they automatically have a perceived value of your business, okay? It's more of an emotional feeling as far as the perceived value at that point, but the people who uh, are basically looking for, you know, the low price leader, if your minimum pricing is not that, then you're automatically gonna remove headaches from your day because, those types of people aren't even going to contact you to do business. They already know that you're out. Now, I'll give you a perfect example of that. When we started this business up, you know, you have the, the people in the very beginning that you're doing work for. Unfortunately, we were, we just didn't know what we didn't know. We were way under price. I gave a story in a, in a previous podcast about how we were doing $45 uh, gutter cleanings in the first couple of weeks of doing them, just not knowing any better. I had the employee mindset. I thought if I made what I made at my job. You know, I could just work for myself and be happy. And unfortunately, you know, when you start realizing that you also got to pay three times the amount of taxes and fees on everything, and definitely chemicals aren't free, that you can't pay yourself what you make in an hourly job. But the big thing is that with with the perceived value and with your pricing – if you get it to a point where you're making good money, it's, it falls in line with your customer avatar, you will see that your business will skyrocket. I'll give you another example. So we do short-term rentals. When we first started doing the short-term rental, now the the name of the game with short-term rentals is just like any other business, really. I mean, when you first start out, you want to come in low because you got to get your name out there. If you if you're charging premium pricing and you have nothing to back it up with, like you don't even have a before and after photo of your work, then it's going to be really hard to get people, you know, convince people that you're you're the quality person that they're looking for because you have no uh, proof. So when we started up the rental stuff that we do, you know, we started off low to get some renters in there. And then as we started getting the reviews and it, when you do short-term rentals, if you, uh, there's certain things that you have to do, but you get basically like, like these higher qualification stamps put on your, your rentals. And what that means is that the company shows them more to the people looking to rent. So I can't remember the exact name of it, but anyway, we have it. So our rental, our rentals come up, you know, they're one of the first rentals that come up when people are looking for the criteria that ours meet. You know, like when you do the rental thing, you put in all the different things your thing does. How many people doesn't sleep? Are you dog friendly? Do you have a hot tub? Do you have a swimming pool? You know, so as people are putting in all their requirements, all the houses that meet that criteria will show up. So, uh, when they put in the criteria that ours meets, ours will be one of the first that show up. Well, so the price thing, we were, you know, we were low. We wanted to get a bunch of reviews and stuff like that. Well, as it started taking off, we started raising the price. Now, now the price for that house to rent is about double what it was in the very beginning, which is amazing. Because once you know the, the big thing about, now just give you a little insider secret here. You know, you got people that think long term is better than short term, or short term is better than long term. I'll give you some numbers. When when uh, that place rents out, well, the one rental that we have that's doing the best when it rents out for one week it pays for all of the bills for that property for the month so all we need is a week worth of rentals uh of renters coming in and the whole property is paid for so uh, if anybody you know seen that you follow us at all they know that we bought a big like 40 foot motor home here recently because we just love the lifestyle and we do a lot of traveling and we actually spend the off season in different states and you know spend three four months on the road at a time and we absolutely love it but the thing is is that the rental stuff that we do pays for that motor home, right now if we were doing long-term rental especially in our area because it's a very unfortunately it's a very poor area you know at the average income for the county that we live in is like $37,000 a year. So it's, it's very, very low. So what do you think that means for the rental business in this area? Right. If you're trying to do rentals, uh, you know, your average rent that you're going to get for a house is going to be anywhere from five to $700 a month. Now we're getting over $3,500 a month, renting this, uh, this one house out as a short-term rental, you know, Okay, well, that's awesome, right? The mortgage is like $800 a month, so that's, that's awesome. but So that's a little insider uh, secret about short-term versus long-term. But as far as uh, your pricing, if you do not have minimum pricing, set it. Okay, you want every single service that you do, you should have minimum pricing. It shouldn't be a negotiating game when you, uh, you know, if you're in somebody's yard doing a house and somebody else comes over and does, you know, the, the neighbor says they have their house well if you're already if that house if it's a small neighborhood and then the, the houses are around your minimum pricing then you know at least what you're gonna be getting for that house now if you're in a bigger neighborhood obviously the minimum pricing thing isn't gonna matter because you're already gonna be way over that but that way you don't have you'll never run into the mistake of you know whether you are putting office staff together or you have an employee that's out giving out numbers or whatever uh, if you set your minimum pricing you know that they're never gonna screw you and give out a price that's below that minimum pricing. You know, you're at least going to hit that. So worst case scenario, if somebody underbid something, you know, you're at least going to get your minimum pricing. So that at each day you're hitting your numbers for your truck. You know, like when we're out during the day, we know how much we have to make every single day, every hour, in order to do what we do. And that your your minimum pricing is based on all of that. But uh, just know that when you set your minimum pricing. It will dramatically increase the revenue for your business. Perceived value goes up, your revenue will actually go up. You'll stop underbidding things, you'll get your prices up more where they need to be, and the perceived value that people have about your company will skyrocket. All right, so that's my tip for today. Hopefully, you all are having a wonderful morning, and uh, if you get any. Uh, If you got anything out of this podcast, please don't hesitate to uh, share it out to uh, your friends. You know, this is a free thing that we're doing to just put out information to people so that they can learn and, uh, you know, not have to pay an arm and a leg to go sit in some conference somewhere and uh, get this exact same information that I'm giving you. So uh, if you get anything out of it, please share it to your friends. And uh, I really appreciate it. And y'all have a great day. Thanks a lot.